0: Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, good man. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. We are back again, back with another uh, English film actually this time. uh, What was it? We were in Scotland last week. Um, now we return to England, uh, so a movie set in Manchester. Uh, we're going to be discussing Habit uh, for this week's uh, film, uh, which is pretty Hell cool. Yeah. Uh, this is a really new one. I only just saw, heard of this a couple of weeks ago um, and really liked the sound of it. So uh, hopefully you guys have checked this one out already. Um But yeah, before we go into our sort of main discussion, uh, there is a little bit of news this week. Um, not a huge amount really that there was obviously a couple of weeks ago, there was like the Comic-Con stuff. Um mm. Not much of it is that relevant for horror, because, you know, it's a lot of, like, the big releases. But even, like, in terms of big releases, it's, it was a very quiet Comic Con. Um, there was only, like, a few sort of notable trailers, even for, like, big franchises, like Aquaman and stuff. Um, but Glass Yay. was definitely the. <laughs> you excited for Aquaman? <laughs> no. <laughs> Um yeah. But um see so yeah, Glass was like the main sort of trailer uh that was shown. Um of course a the movie that we're both very excited for. Um I, like I was I couldn't wait to see this first trailer. Um Obviously, from hearing about this movie at the start of the year and, and getting it so soon, um, January next year, of course, um, and actually seeing That's it, crazy. seeing it for the first time, like, I, I don't know what you thought of this trailer, like, there was moments in it that, that sort of gave me genuine, like, uh, chills where I was like, oh my god, I can't believe he's actually pulling this off um because it is just such a crazy concept um it's it's just so it's weird it's just weird like it is weird
1: i, I don't know if I I, I I didn't get chills from it mm. i think it's just like i'm just like how is this a thing
0: <laughs> yeah i felt that I way watched, as well like there was moments that gave the me chills
1: entire, yeah i watched the entire movie of split and mm. had you know no thought of Unbreakable in my mind since I watched that movie. Not not that I didn't like Unbreakable, yeah. but just, you know, no thought of that movie and that now suddenly we're getting a split Unbreakable hybrid.
0: It's just... Uh, it's it's bizarre, man. Like... Yeah, I I hope it feels more natural in the film because yeah, like mm. even though there were moments in the trailer that I really enjoyed, and obviously I'm super pumped for the movie, if they felt so distinct to me, like watching them in the trailer, seeing Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson's characters, and then seeing James McAvoy, um, and Anya uh, Taylor Joy's character, like they felt yeah. very on two different sides uh, to me. It didn't feel natural yeah. to have all these four characters together um well the other thing is the two movies are very different yeah extremely you know different. um
1: so you know is is glass going to be more like split or more like unbreakable
0: i mean i think it's going to have to be more like unbreakable because mm. split was a completely different movie you know it was about a guy with a multiple personality disorder um but it was primarily a kind of uh what was it like a a kidnapping type film yeah. um yeah. you know set in one location with these with these group of uh people trying to get out of a of a situation that they're stuck in um and that's not obviously what this movie is about at all this is about pretty much these three superheroes slash supervillains you know meeting for the first time in this world and kind of clashing <laughs> you know this this is his avengers in a way um which is pretty <laughs> crazy um but yeah, it's going to be a weird one. Like I'm I'm really pumped for the movie. Like I rewatched Unbreakable sort of a few days after seeing Split and like it was amazing still to this day. Um mm. definitely going to have to watch that and Split again prior to seeing Glass cuz there's a lot going I'm on. I'm definitely
1: going to have to watch Unbreakable
0: again. Yeah, I'm um, oh, it's, it's so good. It holds up so well. Like it's incredible. Um Oh yeah, I
1: like I say it's a great movie. um It's um you know, it's just so different to Split.
0: Yeah um so yeah and it's going to be like i say it's going to be very i think he's got a, like a task on his hand to pull this off it's one of the mm, biggest definitely. like potentials because if he does pull it off like it's going to be absolutely amazing um but i just think there's there's a chance that it might just be very sort of meh and okay but yeah we'll see on this one like obviously it's 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 far away but in terms of the 2019 releases oh, it's close, obviously it's the closest one. yeah like yeah. i can't wait like obviously we we've talked a lot about it but 2019 already looks absolutely insane um mm. and this is one of the sort of the early ones to get us going into the year which is going to be great um so yeah just a couple of other like smaller news stories now but um there's an upcoming movie that's been on my sort of radar for a while i don't think we've ever talked about it on the show um it's a movie called apostle um or apostle um that's coming to netflix uh oh, on october apostle, yeah um have you heard of this one
1: yeah i
0: think so yeah yeah so basically the the reason why this was on my sort of radar because i think every few months or so i'm like what is the guy that made the raid doing next <laughs> is basically a <laughs> thought that just hits into my head and of course that is gareth uh, evans who did the raid one and the raid two like i don't think we ever talked about it on the show because it's not really horror but i adore the raid no. um it's amazing i've only seen the raid two once and i've got them both on blu-ray i've been meaning to re-watch them um but of course time um but yeah like i i love those movies so much and i've been waiting for years to see what he's doing next and the fact that he is doing like something that's kind of horror-y um, is very exciting yeah it's like um, cult-y or something yeah there, of it? course he did do a segment on VHS 2 as well um, so he's kind of like got a foray oh did he and, yeah remember. he did Safe Haven um, which was the, mm-hmm. one of the really cool ones in VHS 2 uh, a lot of people could sort of stand out um, which did involve like the sort of cult type situation um, so I imagine he probably got a lot of like what what was in that is probably being used for this mm. movie um, but yeah oh is that like the pregnancy cult one I think so. It was really yeah. wild. Um, it, it was really cool. But yeah, so this movie is, yeah. uh, starring Dan Stevens, who was in The Guest, um, who I think is a really cool actor. Um, and yeah, this, so this is obviously a Netflix movie, October 12th. Um, mm. definitely on my radar, you know, it's, it looks cult it looks kind of like, um, The Sacrament, um, but nice. in like old times, I think it's set in like 1905 uh, in England, um, which is cool. Right. Um, it kind of looks like these just weird like villagey cults, almost like what you get in like Resident Evil 4, and you just go there and like what on earth is going on. Um, I mm. read this like the small plot description, and it is like someone, I think it's his sister, is being held at this cult, so he like goes there to investigate our lead character. Oh, okay, it's
1: so, like very much like The Sacrament then.
0: Yeah, and and it's like and he goes there to just be like, hey, can can I just see what my sister's up to? And then it's like as he delves deeper, he realizes like, oh, okay there's some really mental shit going on here um cool. it sounds really cool like I-, I just wanted to put it on everyone's radar because i think it looks awesome uh, i don't think there's like a trailer or anything yet um but they did drop like some new artwork that looks really cool so yeah like i can't wait i really like song. the sacrament
1: yeah the I been think thinking about going back and rewatching that that movie was really good yeah
0: I don't know if I want to rewatch it like I had such a great time the first time and um mm. it was a great moment because like I hadn't enjoyed any of Ty West's movies prior to that and, <laughs> yeah so you're um, like oh yeah yeah so like when I like I just was super into that like he's another guy as well where it's like every few months I'm like what is he doing like lately I'm like I remember last time we looked it up he was he'd done like a non-horror movie he's done it on movie. a TV he? yeah and he'd done like an action movie or something like that it was definitely a non-horror film recently um yeah i
1: was just looking he's done loads of tv right and then he did in the valley of violence which is the one we looked at which yeah was that's a crime it. drama yeah. thing, and then he's just done tv he's done like he did an episode of Ex exorcist and Outcast yeah that's it and, and exorcist, scream yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. So, yeah
1: i remember the scream one being a thing but yeah he's not done anything for a little while
0: yeah um so yeah definitely we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to that one um october is going to be absolutely very busy this year um <laughs> Uh, this next one's kind of uh, fairly interesting. We're not going to touch upon it too much because it's about uh, Castle Rock. Um, but this one was going around as like a news headline. And I was I was really surprised when I read this. But um, basically they've said that they, they intend this show going forward, if it's successful enough for multiple seasons, um, to be an anthology series. Um nice. So, interesting. Like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Um, we'll, we'll share our thoughts on Castle Rock soon. Um, I know you're gonna be starting it soon. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen the first three episodes. Um, so yeah, this is an interesting one for me. Cause like, obviously, Love Anthology, you know, they, they're very much following the American Horror Story mold. Um, which again, concept-wise, is is fairly cool. But like again, I don't want to talk massively about Castle Rock right now. But I'm really enjoying what they've given me, and I would much rather that be continued <laughs> rather than just like immediately hit the reset button. Yeah, but
1: we really enjoyed season one of Westworld. Like sometimes yeah. you get like a little, you know, like I, you know, some of those seasons of American Horror Story that I loved. Yeah, I'm also grateful that there's only one season of them.
0: You know, yeah, that's um, true.
1: I, I loved them, they they moved on, they gave me something else good for a while.
0: That is the exciting thing as well, <laughs> because when, obviously if a show gets stale for me, like, for example, The Walking Dead, it's like, if you don't like that anymore, you don't have any other option other than to not watch it. Um, mm. Whereas something like an American Horror Story, or with this, it's like, oh, you know, Roanoke was terrible, but I watched uh, the season last year, I can't remember what it was called. Um, what the hell was American Horror Story called last year? Colt. Was it Colt? yeah i was thinking colt but then i was like colt is like, we've already said that word a hundred times in the show like there was colt or chucky yeah, i was so confused um but yeah i was like oh, i'm gonna watch the next season because it's completely different and it was like way better than roanoke and obviously there's the new season coming soon um which is gonna be cool like the crossover. crossover um like that i haven't really been following the show at all because obviously like i feel just i do feel very fatigued with american horror story um mm. i feel like i can just enjoy it if i just watch it but if i read every article that comes out every week i'm <laughs> gonna like really lose it um but i'm like low-key excited for the new season of american horror story um because i, I have been waiting for this this season for a while because i think that there's some really cool ideas that they can do so yeah I, i'm excited for that um but yeah this castle rock news that i don't know how to take it for now but yeah we'll, we'll talk about castle rock uh shortly um yeah th- there's a couple of other like smaller news stories like do you want to hear what robert england's been saying about freddy krueger I don't know, do I? Or should I just, like, not read this? (laughs) Um, I thought it was kind of interesting because we... It was something that we've talked about recently with, like, our idea of Freddy. But he was basically saying that he would, like, if they did it again... Um, He would like to play a role, but a much smaller role, where he was maybe one version of a Freddy Krueger, um, right. but them to have sort of multiple actors playing multiple Freddy's in multiple situations, um, and him being this kind of like multiple shapeshifter, you know, so you never know where Freddy's going to pop up. Um, I mean, know.
1: we've already had Jason Goes to Hell, like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah of course this is obviously very similar to like a pennywise and i feel like it's probably in light of how well it's done like robert england's looking at himself thinking oh i've got an idea um
1: yeah but pennywise was still always the same actor he just had different forms and that's that's basically what freddy Krueger was the amount of times freddy Krueger was different forms but ultimately when he was human he was robert england like
0: I, I i get i yeah but I in, in, in the new it though there is there is like he does kind of play other humans doesn't he like
1: yeah i mean but freddy krueger does as well sometimes in the other films like mm. he, he does sometimes pretend to be the boyfriend and then he'll like rip off the face and it's freddy krueger or, or the mum. you know the, the the end of the first movie he's pretending to be nancy's mum.
0: yeah uh, well, I
1: don't know. No, I don't actually think that was the canon ending, was it? I think that was one oh, of the mate. No
0: one knows the the end, what actually happened at the end of <laughs> the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, I
1: think she gets pulled through the door in the original, or through the window in the door, but I think one of them was actually that she was Freddy, but
0: I, I love know. that. I love the bit when she gets pulled through the door so much. Yeah, it's genius. I think that is the canon one, but who the hell knows? At this yeah, and point. then it's just like, isn't What's it like canon? the the like the bed on the on the car is like the is like his jumper, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah the, the soft top goes over. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do a Nightmare Nancy episode? <laughs> Why not? Um, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting where he's basically saying, like, every victim would have a different Freddy and that sort of thing. And then he said, like, at the end, maybe there would be, you know, a reveal where he is there, you know, as Robert England doing, doing Freddy as, like, the original version. Um, mm. Something like that. Yeah, I, like I think that's cool, you know, like. We've talked about it, like, so much on the show. Like, we're desperate for a new Freddy at this point. Like, yeah. We're crying I'm out for it. I'm desperate,
1: but that... It doesn't overly excite me. No? I like the idea of casting a new Freddy and, mm. like, just, just going with it, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, if, if Robert England's going to be in it, then he even needs to be Freddy or just be, like, a cameo. not yeah. Not be, like, this kind of passing over the torch mm. weird thing. Mm. Because ultimately if we had a movie with multiple Freddies and one of them's robert england everyone else is gonna seem like imposters
0: yeah and everyone's gonna be waiting aren't they for like oh when's robert yeah. england pop-up sort of thing but um... yeah
1: exactly so and then and then he's he's the real one like if robert england plays freddy krueger in the movie he is the real one everyone yeah. else is
0: just an imposter so yeah it was very, it was an interesting comment to hear from him, like, like you say, I, I think it does yeah. read as fairly self-serving in the end, but...
1: Yeah, it's interesting as well that he's kind of, like, not ruled out Don in the Makeup again, because mm. he has done in the past.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's, he 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 did have his Ash phase where he retired, but it seems like he's open to it now. Um, yeah.
1: That, that, you know, that budget horror movie... Uh, bank balance doesn't last forever
0: no it does not um this final news story like i i I put this in there because i I wasn't sure how much of a fan of this you were um (laughs) were you a fan of the original sort of buffy the vampire slayer when it was on Mm,
1: like i wanted to be more of a fan Mm. i never i never watched it like um episode by episode but i pretty much watched like the final season and stuff i i I, you know i I enjoyed it i saw this kind of doing the rounds Mm. and like um, it could be pretty cool. Like uh
0: Yeah, so obviously you know. for, for people that don't know the only reason why I brought it up was because we were talking about like vampire stuff recently on the show. Mm. Um but yeah, there was talks, I think this was coming out of Comic-Con as well, is that they are going to be doing a sort of small screen reboot um, for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, so I'm assuming like an entirely new cast, etc., cetera, et cetera. Um, No sort of date or anything on this. It just kind of announced like, hey, we're in talks of doing it. Um, so yeah, that's, why, that's the only reason sort of why I brought it up on the show. The um, thing
1: about Buffy was it had such a great cast, hmm. you know, and so it's hard to get that again for that sort of show
0: yeah but we'll see it, yeah i don't I like i was never massively into the show like i, I watched like, yeah. an occasional episode and it seemed fine um but yeah like i'd be down like i like the idea the are you more down for that sabrina
1: the teenage witch reboot that's going to be darker
0: yeah like i'm excited for that that's that got dated <laughs> recently as well actually um yeah that's
1: like october yeah isn't
0: yeah, it? Netflix. yeah netflix and october october are just out of their mind um yeah but uh, yeah, no, I am excited for that. Like that, that sounds really cool. Like, um, I I like. Cool the, like, that it's
1: going to be darker. You know, might, might might get to talk about it on the show.
0: Yeah, like closer to kind of what the original Sabrina, the teenage witch, was, as opposed to like you know the most famous iteration of that, which mm. was very much a more like child focused version of the character. Um, so yeah, it'd it'd, that would be really interesting to see as well. Like Netflix just pumping out stuff every week at this point. Like like is yeah. I think they are. It's a conversation for another day, but like. It is becoming maybe a problem with Netflix at the minute, because, like, <laughs> like, every day you go on there, and it's a brand new movie that you've never heard of, that has, like, a multiple people in it, like, actual well-known actors, yeah. and yeah. it's not even a big deal anymore when you see these, like, big, like, A-list, sl- like, stars in these movies that you've just never heard of, that are, like, originals. Yeah, um, and,
1: like... You know, a couple of weeks ago we said about it, like, I, I struggled to find Calibre yeah. when, we, when we were watching it because it was not in, like, the new. It wasn't new in noteworthy. It wasn't in the Netflix originals. And then I kind of searched and I had to pretty much, like, spell out the whole word. Like, mm. I know that's first world problems, but <laughs> I'm, I'm literally searching for the film and can't find it easily. So how can someone discover that film, which was a decent film, mm. um, just organically? You know, it's a massive problem yeah whereas netflix was so good of being like i remember when hush came out like that thing yeah. was on the homepage for months <laughs> and everyone saw hush
0: yeah could you imagine that now like
1: uh, yeah yeah like, yeah like hush would just be like bosh gone
0: even with last year with like gerald's game it was like it was on there for like a day and then it was just swept away mm. immediately but like but like you say even now i don't even think that would get a day like it is difficult with with these big movies coming out like these big budget ones where they're playing these a-lister film stars then they've got their like original tv shows that they're pumping out constantly at the minute um yeah but so then like these lower budget horror movies the ones that we're interested in it becomes very hard to find them but um yeah like netflix is like still obviously a great platform it is just an issue that they need to like i think definitely look at going forward um but yeah should we talk about this week's film yes do it let's talk about habit So, like I said at the uh, the top of the show, an, an English uh, horror film this week. Yeah, P- pretty nice. Like I can't remember. Oh, I guess it would have been well. Obviously, last week we done uh, Calibre, didn't we? Which was uh, yeah. of course in Scotland. But then before that, Ghost Stories. Um, yeah, probably. It's weird. Like we were talking about a few weeks ago, where we don't do a huge amount of like British stuff. I think this year is probably the most we've ever done.
1: <laughs> I was thinking that when we was watching this, I was like, oh, we're we're on a roll with the British horror right now.
0: Yeah, and like, there's still some more as well that we have in our backlog that we could easily check out. Um, Hell yeah. But yeah, like, this one, uh believe, came out a, lot, a few weeks ago and very low key release. It was only when I was like really scouring the internet for new horror that I came up with this. Um,
1: yeah, it's weird. It got like a. A very limited theatrical and it's got a dvd release but no blu-ray unfortunately
0: right that's a shame um yeah it yeah. seemed like it was sort of straight onto amazon prime as well um mm. which is where it sort of is home is that now um yeah but uh so yeah this is this is an interesting one do you want to give us a sort of brief synopsis of this film
1: yeah yeah i'll give it a go um very unclear where this movie set uh kidding it's in the <laughs> middle of manchester yeah um
0: all the accents
1: like is is probably one of the things I love most about it which is how Manchester this movie was (laughs) like our lead character Michael is just dressed up like to look like one of the Gallaghers (laughs) and uh, found it hilarious throughout he's so Um, mank it's unreal oh he's the most Manchester person besides the Gallaghers (laughs) that I've ever seen um, I love that basically... there's, literally,
0: there's literally multiple scenes as well before we uh, – I don't want to get into too much. But there's literally multiple scenes of him <laughs> signing on, which I just think yeah. is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> um, yeah, but basically we're introduced to Michael and his sister Mandy or Mand um, kind of in the opening scene of those as, as young children mm. um, where it's apparent something happens. And we flash forward to him as kind of uh, – I'm not really sure how old he's meant to be, kind of like early 20s yeah um and he's basically um a bit of a kind of uh washout doesn't have a job right now kind of uh, living with this flatmate and um he's getting a wake-up call from his sister reminding him that he needs to go sign on uh which i guess is a very british thing that if (laughs) you're not british you don't necessarily know what that means but it's basically to get money if you're not working yeah um And when he goes to do this, he meets um, kind of our main kind of female character in the movie, uh, Lee, um, who's been thrown out for kind of like fighting with the security guards and kind of just getting chucked out as he walks in. And they end up in a pub and um, uh, they get talking and she ends up basically going back to Michael's house. Um, And I thought that scene was really interesting to begin with, because Mm. kind of... um, it really felt like she was stalking him and like the tension was growing instantly because, um, I really liked both of these actors, um, throughout the movie. Um, and I thought like, um, yeah, the whole bar scene where she's kind of, you know, she wanders across to him kind of, pushes in gets a drink and then kind of invites herself around his house and he's just so like chill and laid back about it all and i was just like oh no mate you're in a world of trouble here (laughs) yeah and then there's kind of like as they're walking they get they're being followed by like a taxi and it looks like she's giving the taxi driver like a bit of an eye and i was like christ (laughs) what the hell's gonna happen to him he's about to get robbed um yeah i really thought he was gonna get like taken out like in that scene Mm. um but kind of Ultimately, um, Lee introduces Michael to kind of um, one of the other main characters, is Ash and Alex. Um, Ash is kind of like an owner of the strip club and Alex is one of the strippers. Um, well, it's, it's not a strip club, really. It's a massage parlor that, that kind of is a little bit more than that, let's say. Um, and um, basically is introduced to like this night world uh, where... Um, you know ash and kind of alex and lee are kind of uh you know the club isn't all what it seems and it's much darker than that Mm. i don't really want to spoil too much like where where it goes in the second act just yet um i think we'll probably have to um but certainly i think that's enough to get stuck in with
0: yeah um yeah i mean this, this is a really interesting one like uh you know going into it i was really excited like you say i think a lot of the early stuff is really cool, um, the setup up mm. and everything. I guess I really enjoyed the performances as well. Um, I think uh, sort of Lee, uh, the actress's name, I can't remember, but she's probably one of the most famous people in this movie. Um, yeah,
1: Jessica Burden. Uh,
0: yeah, um, she, cause she's kind of like a very big up and comer sort of British actress, um, hmm. in a lot of stuff at the minute, um, most notably, uh, The End of the Fucking World, uh, she was in, um, and I think she's been in quite a lot of stuff as well, so this is one of those ones where she's definitely like the biggest name in this, um, but yeah, like, it, it, it starts off like, uh, <laughs> I'm already struggling to explain this movie because I really don't know how I feel about it. Like having now watched it. And and again, without going too much into spoilers, um, I could see where people would really like this. It didn't massively hit home with me. Um, and again, I didn't dislike this movie at all. It just wasn't that interesting to me. Um, it didn't really it always felt like it was in first gear. Like when you when you first introduce to the characters, there's a lot of like intrigue and setup and when um Liam uh Michael meet and then they kinda of end up going to this club and you start introducing to the more characters. It felt mm. like it was like building with a pace and then kind of before I knew it, the movie was kinda of hitting its its finale and its ending scenes. And it never, like, really got into that next, like, boom, like, click. This is now what the movie's about, for me anyway. Mm. Um... Again, like I'm really curious what you think of this because I do think people will really enjoy this. It's a it's a weird situation to be because like having watched it, I'm like, oh yeah, I can totally see where people would like this. I just wasn't massively into it. Um, yeah, so that's why it's one that I'm kind of struggling to explain. So, yeah, what, <laughs> what did you think of this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I did end up liking this quite a bit. Mm. Um, the the first the first hour, I was I was massively into it. I, I wasn't into the kind of overall final parts of it. Um, which I feel like I'm saying quite a lot recently with these movies, mm. but um, I, it's just seems to be what's happening right now i mean it's always um, the hardest
0: thing isn't it like it's, yeah, it's really hard if you look um, at our favorite movies of the last few years pretty much all of them have like nailed the ending you know that's such yeah, a huge thing
1: definitely definitely and i think this one does fall a bit flat with the ending mm. um I, w- I was really into it early doors i really loved um kind of lee and michael's kind of connection and kind of what where that was going to go and when she introduced him to like the cd club and stuff i was really into that as well and kind of just wondering where it was going to go crazy and just um it it, it's kind of like when um you know because this movie is a bit of a slow burn Hmm. but i felt like the tension was really good for the slow burn and kind of um when we got like the first kind of reveal of of horror and we find out kind of what this world is all about or what this film is going to be ultimately about um i really enjoyed that scene and kind of enjoyed kind of the aftermath as well and how michael kind of reacted to it um it it was it was ultimately when we got to kind of like um the final kind of 20 minutes or so when when i was like oh so this movie is kind of there's like you know the roommate is kind of quite an interesting character his sister kind of is interesting and then kind of ultimately is is kind of you know not not like a major moment like i thought it was going to be mm. um you know it suddenly just focused on this one character and then dealing with this character yeah and and then kind of the aftermath of that and i was like you've introduced like this really cool world that had loads of questions and then you kind of made that even like a deeper world that i have more questions about and then you kind of scaled it right back to this one incident that i'm not that interested in and then Mm. the movie ended yeah and that was kind of that that was when i fell a little bit short on it um which is a shame because i I was i was super into it like um you know this movie is right on the sweet spot in terms of uh running time for us kind of like an hour and a half and i'd I'd say like an hour in like we know what this movie's about and kind of like like ultimately what this this movie's going to be about and i was super into it and it was starting to like build pace with all these other things And i was like oh i can't wait to see what happens like michael and his sister were having this back and forth and i really thought that was going to be a cool thing and then like like i say, just all all kind of fell apart and scaled back to something else in the end which was which was disappointing but i think um when the film end i still was ended i still kind of like had you know i I was still enjoyed it and had like a smile on my face thinking oh this was this was fun like i'm Mm. glad i watched this yeah um because it really was i really thought it was an interesting uh story where i wanted more uh answers than what i got which which is always a good thing like to leave you wanting more and this film definitely did that
0: yeah definitely um Um, i think one of the things that kind of stood out to me and i think it's it must have been intentional but like with these movies i think it's really surprising when you have your lead character be someone who is so like kind of passive and and almost unlikable um yeah at least that's how he came across to me the character of michael like you say he he they they really paint it out for you that this guy is just a loser, like, from the start of the movie. Um, and, and kind of that is what he is throughout the whole movie. And, like, that kind of, I think, was one of the main reasons why I didn't feel that invested. Um, because, like you say, like, a lot of the parts of this movie are really well done. Like, I thought it looked really nice. The acting was really well done. Like, there was some intrigue and mystery. But, like, him as, like, a lead character where he's the one that you are supposed to, like, kind of attached to you know he's being introduced to this world as we are so he's kind of like our eyes in the movie um but he was never someone like i'm curious what you thought of him but like he he just never was that interesting to me because he was just a loser
1: i saw him him a little bit differently than that i didn't i didn't see him as a loser Hmm. i saw him as someone that just didn't give a shit um Mm. which i think is very different um and i saw him as someone that um was ultimately dead inside almost like how he's um sister is it's very clear early on like it, it we find out later on exactly but they're, they're dealing with a tragedy mm. they've had a tragic upbringing they're um you know he says very early on to lee that um his mum is dead and his dad was never around and ultimately him and um mand are very broken because of that and it just seems like that's why he just doesn't really give a shit and he doesn't really want to make anything of himself and he's, he's just a bit fucked off with the world and like nothing really excites him and he's Mm. not really that worried about getting himself in danger or anything else as well um and so he is very passive and that is odd for a main character but i kind of i think lee is such a like good vocal character that like leads him on this journey i can see how he was led down it and he does remind me of like people that i see like in in life that are like that that are just kind of passive and just going along with things and then just kind of you know oh you know not not really knowing where they want to be and so just kind of get get pulled along with the ride with someone else yeah um um, and i thought it was interesting that then it turned out that he actually you know was into the the world that he discovered and I, i enjoyed like um you know once he kind of um you know gets more involved in the club shall we say Mm. Uh, it's really difficult to skirt around it but like um i really enjoyed seeing him after that because he i felt like he did become a different character Mm. like he became more active and more um less passive where he was kind of um he gets into like a fight and is like you know like uh screaming and is all like juiced up after it and kind of like saying he feels more alive and stuff and i thought that was really interesting like lee had obviously picked him out and she'd picked him out perfectly because he was like dead inside and she she awoke something in him yeah um so yeah it's it's a real shame because like the more i talk about it the more i am like remembering the first hour of this movie hour and a bit where i was i was really enjoying this film mm. um and it's not to say that i didn't enjoy the end it just kind of you know, it, it just kind of ticked along and nothing really exciting happened. And the ultimate kind of finale was just something that felt quite low key. If, if you, if you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It, it was interesting watching it because like, as you introduced to Michael and then Lee and then the club and then what goes on at the club and he, like mm. say his, his excitement for life. Suddenly um, it mm. was interesting watching it being like, how is this movie going to end? Like, yeah. wh- where is it going to go? Like, it, mm. is it going to have a finale? And that was probably the problem that they had um i'm really curious as well because this is adapted from a novel this film Mm. and it like that is really strange to me because i didn't get that feeling from this this movie at all like i think with a lot of these sort of adaptations you you get a sense of like oh i can see how this would work in a book i can see how this would be better in a book i can see how this was adapted difficultly um whereas like i think this movie is missing a lot of story and a lot of gaps. and i'm curious if that is fleshed out in the book or not um because i
1: I just feel like the the ending wasn't the ending of the book
0: you know like
1: or there was much more about the other you know the 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 underworld that we're only just introduced to
0: yeah and and Um, the character that is kind of the catalyst for the finale because like i say mm. he's such a throwaway character like they they show you like multiple people that i can remember that i can name who are interesting and he is Mm. not one of them (laughs) you You know know. he's just like random villain dude that suddenly becomes like important to them um but yeah, that's interesting. One of the other things as well, just early on, is um like I really felt like the whole thing was just um it was too coincidental for it to be a coincidence. Um like when the way Michael meets Lee feels very staged. Oh, I, I
1: don't I don't think that is a coincidence. I think I think she'd already seen him.
0: Oh really? I, because, I do,
1: yeah. Because, I, I like,
0: don't... when it was first happening, obviously, like, he meets her outside the, outside the, sort yeah. of, the doll office, and then they just randomly go for a drink, and then he just randomly invites her back to his house, and then suddenly they're well, buddies. he doesn't,
1: he doesn't, like, invite her back, she invites himself, like, I feel like she had already selected him, and she knew that he was going to be at the job centre, like, yeah. he had an appointment, and he's, you, you have to go every, you know, at the same time, or the same day every week, so she knew he was going to be there, so she was just, like... I feel like she'd already planned it, and because it, that's why the opening of the film, it felt very much like he was falling into a trap, and I don't think it was a trap of just, he happened to be in the pub. Like, I think he, he had been selected, I got that impression.
0: Yeah, that's like, um, that's how it came across. Like, obviously, when like you say, when she's leading in places, when you see this, like, rogue taxi and all this stuff, like, yeah. it felt that way, but then, having now seen the film, I don't really feel like it was. Like, it, it does just feel like, oh, she just randomly met this dude, and then they went off on an adventure together. Like it didn't seem that intentional because lee is a character that i'm really like i liked her character but i'm really confused by it like i'm not really sure what her main motivation was i'm not sure like like you say if she, if she selected michael i'm not really sure what she selected him for um
1: yeah well i think i i do get the impression that like there's so much more missing from like what would have been in the book because mm-hmm. they they talk at the very end that like lee is like the future and stuff and right. i'm like feel like we should know why she is like the future of their you know underground thing like Mm. and i'm just like really well why did why does she seem not that important to kind of uh you know the other characters and stuff but the fact that she's not like working in the club like properly Mm. um because she's only there for grant really it's kind of like she is kind of being kept like away from all that so it's just it's interesting but yeah i do It definitely poses more questions than it gives answers. I think we have to go into kind of yeah what this movie is ultimately about i don't think it's a massive spoiler no
0: i was gonna say i definitely don't think it is like if you've seen the poster
1: (laughs) yeah um it shows
0: them with blood all over their mouths and the tagline is who's eating you like i don't i don't like that was the main reason why i was uh, why i was drawn to this movie was like oh it's just like either a vampire or cannibal movie that that was kind of the reason why i selected it so yeah because
1: it take it does take like 45 or 40 minutes to get to that point though you see pretty much but, but yeah kind of basically um when michael is first uh introduced to the club he ends up going back there for a dance and mm. while he's or maybe a bit more than a dance actually mm. um and while he's in the middle of it um a, another ponta kind of stumbles in with his throat slit and yeah. dies in front of michael
0: that's a great moment and
1: then
0: uh, sorry that was a great moment, like
1: yeah, it was for him well, to because, just be well,
0: interrupted in the worst possible way with this like yeah. really graphic murder. I was like, that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was really good, and it was the first bit of violence you got mm. to see in the movie, and it was really good. Yeah, um, and then the bouncer kind of knocks Michael out, and he kind of wakes up, and the the club owner kind of um you know says to him oh you know it's all a misunderstanding we patched him up he's fine like he only had his throat slit he's fine <laughs> mm. and like michael kind of goes along with it and um that's and another again, example that...
0: for me of him just being like like it, it goes with michael as a character where i just wasn't that uh, i don't know i really didn't like him i just felt like he was such a wet lettuce for him to go along yeah. with this type of stuff like well, I just he's,
1: kind of felt he's so like gullible he was just like i don't really think he was gullible as much as he was just like the fuck am I gonna do? Like, <laughs> well, not believe you know them I mean? for starters. Like, get the hell yeah. out of there. <laughs> but I think he's just like they're offering me a job and money. So like, I just want a, I just want some money. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really care that some dude's been killed. Like, whatever. Like, I, what can I do? He's dead.
0: Yeah. Like, true. I don't know.
1: I, he just seemed like pretty chill. <laughs> um, it was a little bit weird, but um, but yeah. So then he basically um, after working at the club, he ends up going to uh, kind of a basement area. <laughs> Um, as they're closing one night and discovers all of the girls there along with, um, Lee and, um, Ian, the owner, um, basically with the guy that, um, had his throat slit, uh, being like half devoured and they're all in the middle of like this weird kind of, I don't know, kind of like ceremony or I guess just like weird bloody eating blood sex party. (laughs) like but they're basically all just eating the body and kind of covering themselves in the blood and kind of bathing in the blood um and and michael kind of begins to um kind of you know he's sick and ends up looks like he's going to pass out and stuff but then he he really has a thing for the the two girls i think kind of alex kind of more of a physical attraction but also Lee as well and they're both there like beckoning him in and being like it's okay it's okay and he ultimately ends up kind of getting involved and joining in himself and there's Mm. it's a great scene because he kind of we we get this kind of in flashes and then we kind of he's asleep and then he has like flashbacks in his dream as well and there's just like this scene of him like munching munching on a leg like this bloke's (laughs) leg with just like a bone with a bit of flesh on Mm. i'm like what the hell is this movie (laughs) um and, and so the rest of the movie is us kind of trying to discover this world where they're not they're not like explicitly vampires hmm. because obviously they're, they're out during the day. They seem human, but it's almost like they've discovered that if you eat flesh, you become like not even more than a human, but just like, I don't know, just really full. It's like a really good fantasy. Yeah.
0: This was like, another, this was another part for me that kind of fell flat because I was waiting for the thing of like, Oh, okay, they eat people, cool. Like why? Um, yeah. like are they it's gonna be like, it tastes good. It's like fun, isn't it? <laughs> because the next scene after that is you have Michael and is it Ian the kind of the owner of the club? Yeah um yeah. they're like having like a breakfast scene and he's yeah. like eating his breakfast it's in front of him fun. um which is great um but like the, the his dialogue in that scene i really didn't like it all where he just kept saying like yeah like you you know you feel it you're like you're finally alive you know you were in a dream before and now you're in reality and it was kind of like it was just weird and like and like michael like i thought was gonna be like no that's crazy but he was going along with it he was like yeah no i am like alive for the first time and i was kind of like but Mm. why like what has happened what have i missed yeah
1: i just i feel like there was some explanation there needed and Mm. because what i thought was gonna happen i thought he was maybe gonna transition more in into like a a vampire type thing not Mm. not like a full-on vampire but like but we addicted end up to sort of and not though. enjoying the food so much, or maybe mm. vomiting after the food. And so like you know he needs the flesh now, and like you know, or maybe like he was super strong for that like day or something. but we we didn't it it, it like the reveal of what this movie is ultimately about happens quite late, and then and then it just doesn't like I say, it doesn't go crazy into it. I had so many questions. Mm. Um, because we discovered that like this is a whole underworld. like it's not just this one club yeah it, it, there's like places all over manchester he visits another place that is also doing it and it's kind of like it seems like this is the largest scene and so it's, it seems like we're almost getting into kind of you know um underworld territory at this point like where there's just loads of these people that are doing this but i'm like what are these people mm. are they are just like super hungry like yeah you know it, it is it is odd you know it's kind of you know it, it's a it's a very divisive movie in in
0: my mind as it is yours yeah, like i'm really cause it, cause yeah i'm really torn on this one
1: because it's like it's su- i'm super enjoying it mm. and then it just yeah it just kind of you know once it started to get into it, it just because i did i did stop this like i watched like an hour and then ended up watching the other half an hour afterwards and it is mm. quite funny because like watching the first hour like then like waiting to watch the, the end of this movie i was um really looking forward to it and really like pumped and then kind of watching the the last half an hour. I was like, ah, oh, it <laughs> kind of was a bit flat this half an hour. Yeah. So like, that's why it's almost like two movies for me. Like the first, the first part I watched was so good. Um, and that's what I'm trying to cling on to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I did, I found it because, cause I really thought it was going to be about, um, Michael and Mandy Moore, Mand Moore as well, mm. because he very much, he instantly wants to introduce her to this world. Um, and I, I really thought it was going to be like her, you know, either resisting and then him having to choose between her and his new family because they really ham home the fact that they're now his family. Mm. Um, so I thought he was ultimately going to have to kill man. But I thought that was going to be the finale. Um, and that they start to explore it. And then man's character just, just, you know, f- fizzles out and is really just disappointing to me. Mm. Um, what did, what did you think of his roommate as well? I was just uh, going to say, like, what the hell happened to him? Like, I can't <laughs> remember the... I remember him in that just, scene when he, he got really he drunk. Just, he, just, he just fucking ran off. When when they got attacked by
0: the... Oh, uh, yeah.
1: By those guys outside the club, he, just, he just ran. And, is he just and still, still running? running. <laughs> yeah, he's catching up with that guy, Conair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was going to say the truck driver at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> still yeah. running. He's
1: out in the lead, Conair behind him, and, uh, this guy. <laughs> The the, uh, the James Corden one of
0: yeah like he oh, he, he was, was doing
1: a, such a bad James Corden impression
0: he 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 well he made such a bad first impression because the first time you see him in the whole movie <laughs> is when Lee comes over to the house and he's just got his knob out for no reason at all and he's just like yeah. oh, hey ask me knob but I'm not gonna do anything about it and they're trying to establish it like oh like he's a yeah, he's, he's a, like he's a it's maverick cool. he doesn't he doesn't care about having it out but then it's like it, it made no sense like no one's like that why would you just like that was yeah. just stupid from the get go so like he was already like like i didn't like him but then like as the movie went on i was like he's alright.
1: because they they, you know you can have a character like that 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 you can show like if it had just been like in pants or something yeah but like just walk around with his dick out like that's just not i mean that's not a thing that i'm used to (laughs)
0: like He's literally <laughs> you know, wearing, like, a shirt as well. He's like, wearing he's... <laughs> a T-shirt,
1: yeah, with just, just nothing on. It's, it's, it is It was weird. Like, it was jarring.
0: And the fact that, like, Lee um, just thought it was, like, funny as well was a bit weird to me as well. Like, the, these are yeah. a lot of weird characters in this movie. Like, I think it is obviously intentional because they're all, like, this group of, like, misfits and weirdos. Mm. Um, but it is hard to kind of even remotely see them as real people because like immediately i'm like how is lee not thinking she's in danger here like she's going to this random dude's house <laughs> she opens the door and there's a guy with his knob out like how is this not worrying Wait, she, to her? she's just gonna
1: bite it off mate
0: yeah that's, that's right. the thing like she's such a psycho anyway but like, i don't know it's the little things like that that really it takes me out of what i think is a really fun movie like i think maybe yeah. if i went into it more thinking it was more of like a silly film but like i think a lot of it is really like gritty and realistic so yeah, but, it's kind of difficult the, thing, the
1: stuff i liked wasn't silly like i didn't mm. find this movie silly it just had silly moments that takes you out of it like yeah. you know it's it's just very odd like it's one of those where like it it could have it could have been like raw for mm. me like you know because it's quite similar to raw um you know obviously this this kind of you know cannibalistic theme to it but also how it is kind of very very out there and weird as well Mm. um and with raw it just kind of kept building and building and it kind of finished in like a weird place but it's really enjoyable overall film where this Mm. built to a point and then kind of just crumbled away um you know it is one that like i say, i enjoyed but it won't be in my thoughts like i don't think it'll be in my thoughts like towards the end of the year you know it's just one that like i i just you know thought thought was good but but that's about it really
0: would you, i think what, it's worth a watch yeah what would you what would like, be sort of your recommendation for this film then?
1: yeah like i hope it does hit like an on-demand service or something because um like a, a, a netflix or a shutter or something mm. um because i think then it will get people to watch it because it's, it's hard to kind of you know pay the price to kind of stream this or get the dvd or something but um I, I did enjoy it, and I hope I hope you can watch it that way because I do think it's worth, especially if you're you know for a British movie as well. Like we've not talked about it too much, but like because mm. uh, obviously we've we've had a couple of these recently, but like this movie as well, like had some super good like British vibes to it, which I did enjoy. You know the the whole kind of job centre thing was obviously amusing. You know the kind of pub and the nightclub scenario and the the overall like you know we watched caliber and that movie felt super so- scottish mm. this movie feels super manchester like yeah. it's not just english it's it's very much manchester yeah it's very much was,
0: north of england manchester
1: <laughs> yeah which i enjoyed as well like you know i and so um yeah you know, that's also you know worth mentioning for people that you know that that maybe are British listeners that want to watch it um for that sort of thing it does do that well, um, um or at least I think so. It's just probably again like the last half an hour or so we don't get that much outside of the the this kind of you know cannibal underworld that 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 obviously isn't well British as I know it anyway yeah yeah
0: maybe um, that maybe that's
1: what people do in clubs in Manchester,
0: maybe who knows. Yeah. um yeah this this is a really hard one in terms of recommendations to me because I think it, it hits a lot of really good beats for me like, like i say the runtime is fantastic it is exactly what this movie should be um really like the set really like the overall performance of the, of the whole cast not just our, our two leads mm-hmm. but pretty much everyone was like good um and like i say all english actors as well which is really nice to see um but yeah like the fact that it left me with so many questions throughout the entire movie like a lot of these types of movies it's usually a case of it ends and then you have like like caliber for example all of our questions were kind of like the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And, like, anything else was, like, explained really well in the film. Like, mm. I had a question every five minutes watching this film, and they oh, the never second, got...
1: The second they tell you what this movie's about, you're like, mm. oh, okay, so why do they eat the flesh? You know, why... <laughs> You know, but even before that, why are there loads of groups? You know, and all of this. Yeah, yeah. Even, even when it's but like, like why
0: is Lee doing this? The why is event? yeah? Like, there's just there's there's a lot of questions, and it does add up, and it does become a negative against this film. Mm. Um, I didn't hate this movie at all, but I also didn't really like it, so it's, it's really difficult. But like you say, I think if you've listened to this like discussion and there's enough that ticks the boxes, you're probably yeah. going to enjoy this. Cause I think that it is a good one of these types of films. It's just like, I yeah. wanted more out of it personally. And but.
1: I, and I do really think it does stand a chance for someone that, that, that kind of is into this sort of thing could mm. really enjoy it. Like you said at the start, like you, you know, you were unsure how I'd be on it. And mm. I definitely, I, I think I enjoyed it more than you, but I yeah. still kind of, you know, i still only found it you know good not like fantastic but i do think people could
0: because yeah. i
1: was almost there like i was getting you know like my, my levels were going up but then it just kind of you know it did crash back down
0: yeah so yeah it's an interesting one very mixed bag of a film we don't get like a huge amount of movies like this you know it's you we usually mm. are leaning towards like hey we're pretty positive on this or like oh we're fairly negative like then that's you know fairly rare for us um mm. whereas like i say this is more you're fairly positive or me leaning towards positive and i'm just sort of bang in the middle like yeah you know, I, I don't really think this is good or bad i just think it exists and i'm, I'm i am glad i've seen it because it, it was interesting enough and like I say such a short time investment like i don't feel like i was robbed of those 90 minutes it was interesting enough for its duration um mm. So yeah, people can check out uh, Habit, available now. Um, we will take a short break and we will be right back. So we do have some questions uh, this week to answer. Uh, of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter at SHBPod pod. If you have any questions at all, uh, always send them there. Um, we've got Definitely. some pretty, a couple of nice ones here. Um, uh, one from Cody hit us up. Um, thank you very much, Cody, for this one. He says, uh, where is the question? It is, uh, which, uh, what horror films with practical effects would you recommend to me? Uh, I love the child's play films and films with great practical effects and story. Cheers, gents. Um, well thank you very much cody for the question and of course for listening um what sort of springs to mind for you this is obviously a very open-ended mm-hmm. question because i think that there are very much you know are you looking for really old stuff with good practical effects that was good at the time but is maybe not as strong now um or do you just because obviously you you mentioned child's place so you are obviously a fan of older films um yeah. or, or do you want to see like the really sort of modern practical effects um yeah, I mean, for me,
1: the, the the second kind of I saw this question, I, I jumped to the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise mm. because I think throughout, like, just just like the the crazy sort of effects that that were in these sorts of things, you know, I kind of I always jumped to like, you know, when he when uh, he Freddy's like the spider or the 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 victims of meatballs on a bit of pizza, like in some <laughs> of the 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 the. Uh, Christ. <laughs> the uh the things like they're so crazy but the one the one that's a lot more grounded and has some really good effects in is part three Mm. um i think it's i think it's really difficult because obviously one is such a seminal movie but three is such a strong movie um obviously it's wes craven again um and and it has some really good effects in it um you've got the kind of freddy krueger um snake you've got the uh needles when he has like the needles for his for his glove you've got the puppet where he's kind of doing the puppeteering where he's got joey and he's ripped his veins out and he's kind of leading him through the building with the puppet um all of that i think is really strong and it's just it's a really good film as well um so like that's definitely one that i think doesn't get necessarily the love that it it should Mm. um for practical effects
0: yeah definitely um th- one of the things that just immediately popped to mind for me was just overall the evil dead franchise um mm. i think obviously if you look at old school like they're great like the original trilogy has so many wacky fun uh practical effects um you know sam raimi at that time was just fantastic through so many cool things like I-, I love the way the deadites look when they're turned i think it's great um yeah the kind of, all the stuff in evil dead 2 with his hand <laughs> i was
1: gonna say i think Two's probably the one if you want the practical effects yeah because of the, the hand and stuff
0: there is more in with army of darkness. I don't even know if it's like CGI, but it's some Mm. sort of different effects where it isn't as much practical. Um, but then going into like the remake, obviously like has so many amazing practical effects. Um, all of the different sort of uh, amputations and decapitations in that movie. Of course, the, you know, the finale of that movie, like the rain in blood scene is incredible. I think it's one of yeah. my all time favorite practical effects scenes. Um, so that's definitely what I would recommend. Like, and of course, like one of the main reasons why I brought this up, uh, Ash versus evil dead. Um, mm. you know, if you're looking for the TV thing, like we've talked about it obviously a lot on the show, but if you've, if you've never heard us talk about it before, like consistently throughout all of the seasons, um, oh my god it was um it was, amazing, um, it was
1: like, the best some of the best practical effects i've ever seen like you
0: know it was crazy
1: film or television
0: like for the budget that they have over mm. there like it is really really impressive and especially this final season season three so many incredible practical effects that i'll remember for years and years to come like i I've, i think evil dead is always 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 knocked out of the park. So that would definitely be one yeah. for me um so yeah that was uh uh Cody with that question thank you very much. Uh the next one is from uh Matt, long-time listener Matt. Um he says to us, "Hey guys, what what movies are you looking forward to the most at this year's Fright Fest?" Um mm. we are oh, we're, we're so close to Fright Fest. Like <laughs> oh, I know i'm so excited but um yeah know, so, it's
1: a mere few weeks it's what three or four weeks now yeah Not yeah about that. Oh, yeah,
0: so about close. three weeks yeah it's exciting yeah. but yeah so um oh. obviously we're going for the two days uh this year um so we're gonna be seeing a lot of films uh what, what is there sort of one that stands out for you this year
1: um i don't know like i think um the opening night mm. um just in just in the, the first two films i'm super excited for yeah um i think yeah i think probably those two more than anything kind of um i think summer of 84 um i'm really into uh just sounds cool but like i've tried not to look at the the films massively that we're going to go see as well Mm. because i want there to just be some fun surprises as well yeah um but i think those two probably uh yeah really excited for what about you
0: yeah well i think it's interesting i think again we talked about it before but like obviously with the last two years with us going to fright fest we were specifically going to see one film Mm. um and that was the one film you know 31 and then cult of chucky they were like the two movies that we were super excited for um whereas this year i am just more looking forward to like the experience of fright fest and seeing a bunch of different movies um and i definitely agree with you that i have tried to not look too much for the movies that we're going to be seeing um but kind of the two that stand out is the ranger because of course it's the opening night film Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's really important. Like, I I really want to see why that that is the opening night film, because... I've only, you know, I've seen a few reviews of it, and they've been overwhelmingly positive. And for Fright Fest to put this as their opening movie, like, it must be something special. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Um, but as a sort of outside pick, like, the more I look at it and the more I look at these different films, I'm actually really excited for Puppet Master, um, The Littlest Reich, on the on the Friday. Oh, yeah, man. I forgot about
1: Puppet Master. Yeah, I am, too. Like, because this, this was one that I was, like, drilling <laughs> into you. Like, yeah. Like, uh when when i did my upcoming no TV i remember you always lists, bring up like, puppet
0: master and i, I always I laugh it, it off master and you
1: always talk shit to me about it but like yeah i'm yeah i forgot like i'm buzzing to see the new puppet master and it's getting some good reviews as well that's the
0: thing like the last month or so like i've like you say i've always just joked about it i was like puppet master that's hilarious yeah but, um yeah, like, the last month le- or so, i was
1: legit excited about it <laughs> before it even had a chance of being good
0: <laughs> yeah but apparently people are buzzing about it and i'm like hell yeah like i'm down for like that style of you know a chucky film like mm. i love these kind of again i'm talking about practical effects um and i really like the setting of this and stuff and like the fact that it is kind of like a quasi reboot is good for me as someone who hasn't really seen many of the movies as well like i don't need that sort of long lore like i want in like a chucky film like i like that mm. it's just oh it's about some puppets that are killing people great and there's nazis involved apparently like i'm, I'm all Hell in yeah. on that so yeah I
1: definitely think um, people need to be aware of Instant in a Ghost Land as well. Yeah, because obviously we've already seen it, and if we hadn't, this would be my most anticipated movie of Fright Fest, and we've seen it, and it's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, uh, definitely, if you've not seen Instant in a Ghost Land, you should. That should be top of your list, guys.
0: (sighs) Yeah, definitely um so yeah thank you very much for that question matt uh there was one other thing as well with uh, twitter i want to mention um cat sent us a couple of recommendations uh this past week um i i think these were when we were because we were talking about that movie hellfest uh i think it was last week or a couple of weeks oh, ago. right, yeah Whereas basically, you know, like a sort of haunted house experience gone wrong, um, because she sent a couple of recommendations. Um, one of them was a movie called hell house LLC, um, which is on Amazon prime. And I looked this movie up and it it looked really interesting to the point that I just immediately watched it. Um, yeah, something that I don't usually do just like watch a movie on a whim, but like I, I listened to it and like, it was like frown footage and I was like, I haven't seen one of those in a while. um, which I really like. And the fact that it was... About, so, basically, the movie is about this kind of group of young adults who buy this, like, abandoned hotel, um, and they're going to, like, dress it up into, like, a haunted house experience for Halloween. Um, oh, yeah, nice. So they've done it before. They did it, like, the previous year, and it was really successful. Um, I think they did it in New York, but then this is kind of, like, outside, like, more in the country, um, and it's supposed supposedly, like, this haunted spot or whatever. Um, and then so it's, it's them kind of documenting them doing it because they like want to document it for some unknown reason i think it's to put it on their website or something <laughs> um and then obviously of course as things go sort of eerie but i like that it's kind of it's it's the house is kind of haunted you know by ghosts or whatever mm. but you don't necessarily see the ghosts it's more in like um creepy things happening in the house um
1: oh what was that fan footage one in like an asylum that did that where they were being like ghost hunters staying there oh, that at was night.
0: Uh, Grave Encounters. Grave
1: Encounters yeah, yeah I'm getting Grave Encounters vibes from what you're saying.
0: Yeah Grave Encounters 1 was a really cool film. Mm. Um But yeah this is this is cool like it has some really cool moments. A lot of the, the scares are involved around their sort of props that they have because obviously the, this entire house is filled with like horror stuff so there's scary masks and dolls and paintings and nice. severed heads and all this stuff but it, the fact that it just keeps getting like messed around and it's like is someone screwing screwing with us or or is this actually haunted and it and it it toes that line really well um it has some really cool scenes of tension in it um it has like one scene at night which i thought was really really well done um towards the end it does get a little bit running around shaky cam sort of thing um mm. which did start to give me a little bit of a headache and i couldn't really tell what was going on and, and it definitely lost the tension at the end but that was only like the last sort of 10 minutes but yeah i i enjoyed this movie it was a movie that i'd oh, never heard of um so maybe it's kind of like a sort of forgotten horror um but yeah it was one that i i think is definitely worth a watch like i say it was on amazon prime so you, you haven't got to worry about it um cool. and then the the other one that she mentioned was hell house
1: two came out this year
0: oh is it actually a sequel yeah huh interesting
1: hell house llc
0: 2 oh nice i'm definitely gonna Ooh. watch that is that on amazon prime <laughs> as well hopefully Don't know. Don't um know. i just saw it that's really cool. I wonder if Kat knew about that. Um, but yeah, so the other one was uh, Funhouse Massacre, um, which is on Netflix. Mm. Uh, have you heard of this one? Yeah. Yeah, this is one that, again, I, I, this is one I'd actually heard of and seen, like, the imagery, but I'd never really looked into it. And it, it, I haven't watched it Has it got yet. Robert England in it? Yeah, anything. it has, yeah. Yeah, um, that's how I've heard it. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she described it as it knows it's silly and runs with it. And, yeah, that's what it looks like to me. It looks like a more of a fun, zany take on this style of, you know, it's it's basically, I think, I think the plot is, it's like a bunch of uh, psychopaths or something have basically broke out of an asylum or something like that. And then they've taken over one of these, like, horror, you know, tours you know haunted yeah. house type situations i think this is more like a carnival setting rather than a haunted yeah. house um and then of course they start like murdering people but yeah like i think it was interesting because we talked about a few weeks ago that Hellfest movie and uh, the fright fest movie um mm. having a sort of similar premise and like i mentioned it at the time that there's a lot of movies that do have this premise and it's cool that there's like loads of different takes on it um, because hell house and fun house massacre are completely different and then also the upcoming Hellfest looks really cool as well mm. um it's a shame that all of their titles are insanely similar <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because the they're problem. actually really different looking films but all the titles are terrible <laughs> um, yeah i'm interested
1: that Funhouse. i mean both of those sound really good but i i, I remember with Funhouse that um I was interested in watching it, but just never got round to it. But it's cool that it's on Netflix now. It's cool that both of them are available to watch on kind of the you know different different platforms like that for free.
0: Yeah, I think I think you'd like Hell House. It's one that you could definitely watch in multiple sittings and just kind of like, oh, mm. I've got a spare like twenty five minutes, just watch it because it's not yeah, hard I to follow like check it out. Um, with the plot or whatever. And yeah, like. Uh, i again we haven't really spoke about on the show but i've definitely been craving a kind of a fan footage movie we haven't seen a lot recently um so it was nice to see that it felt like a movie from like five years ago when when we were in that kind of vhs era of Mm. a lot of these low budget horror movies were found footage and you just don't really see that as much nowadays so like it was it was cool um nice so yeah i definitely want to bring that up um There was, uh, yeah, so just to round us off before we sort of finish, really. Like, our upcoming schedule, um, we don't massively know what we're going to be doing next week. We've sort of got one more slow week before it then really picks up throughout August. Mm -hmm. Um, August is going to be insane after that. Yeah, so obviously Fright Fest at the end of the month, which is going to be filled with awesome oh, yeah. stuff to talk about. But we have two cinema releases as well prior to that. Um, the Meg, which everyone's really excited for. <laughs> yeah, are you? Are you like? What is your genuine thoughts on that movie? Like, are you pumped for it? Or
1: I, I, I really don't know, man. <laughs> I, I, I can't, I can't see it being good no i i don't i think i can get behind statham and i think that's my biggest
0: problem <laughs> yeah i don't have a problem with statham in certain contexts but i don't like the way he looks in the trailer Uh yeah. in regards to like his acting but um i like in a fast and furious movie like i'm down for a statham because he knows he how ridiculous he is as a human oh, whereas yeah, yeah.
1: I, think... I mean i feel like he must do in this movie but it didn't really seem like it from the trailers like you say I mean it's you know I enjoyed like Deep Blue Sea and those sorts of mm. films so like I'm hoping it gives me something zany like that but I'm I'm, I'm a little bit worried it's going to air towards like more like a Sharknado or something like that
0: Yeah it'll be interesting to see like I I'm excited for it I think it will be some sort of dumb fo- like we don't get many of these like big dumb movies to, to discuss for the show cuz they're not that yeah. horry but yeah we'll see about that one um but the other movie that we are both really excited for which is again we're getting the the classic sort of UK release of yeah. four weeks after america <laughs> um yeah, which love is it. unfriended uh dark web um very excited for this one like we mm. talked about it a few weeks ago but uh yeah i can't wait for that it's, it sucks that we've had to wait but yeah it looks really cool let's
1: hope it's worth
0: it yeah um the, we just wanted to briefly mention as well before we end the show because we, we saw a movie didn't we uh about a week ago now and it's not really a horror movie so it's not something that we bring up on the show but, like, I have to reference just how amazing it was. Like, if anyone is listening to the show and is remotely into action movies, you have to check out The New Mission Impossible. Um, like, I was just absolutely blown away by it. Like, um, obviously, really, like, enjoyed the franchise. Um, but, like, this was just on another level, wasn't it? It was it was really Archie crazy. <laughs> like, really, like, shocked. Because, like, a six movie in a franchise just doesn't deserve to be this good. So, yeah, if you...
1: No, and it's one of those things where, like, you know, when we go see horror movies, we talk about, like, sometimes the cinema experience experience mm. and like when we saw like don't breathe and kind of um a quiet place this year where like the cinema reacts to like you know what's going on mm. and like it's one of the first times i've had like a reaction to an action movie where my, my hands were like sweating during the action sequences and i felt myself like being super tense because it is just it's a crazy roller coaster the last half an hour of that movie is just <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a roller coaster ride for half an hour. It's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's like that that feeling that you described. The last time I like remember having that was during uh, Mission Impossible Four um, when he does like yeah. the Burj Khalifa run. Like I I vividly remember that scene and just like my hands clenched to the sea. Cause I just felt like I was going to die watching that scene. And mm. they, they somehow managed to condense that for like a vast majority of this entire film, yeah <laughs> which is how good it is. Like it, it's just phenomenal. oh It's great. um but Yeah. I just had to mention that cause it's so amazing. Um, so yeah, f- for next week, obviously we don't know exactly uh, what film we're doing just yet. Um, but we have, we are going to be sort of introducing a new feature soon. Um, so a nice little tease for you guys for next week. Um, We'll probably sort of massively go into it next week because uh, we haven't sort of finalized all the details yet. Um, but we kind of wanted to do um, something that kind of replaces our, you know, forgotten horror and top five as a sort of feature at the end of the show um rather than you know obviously for now we just kind of have like random stuff that we talk about in the end and the sort of the the great uh, twitter questions that we get um and also like we don't really talk about much older stuff obviously for the show like that's been our main focus is new new horror um and that'll always be the focus going forward um except for the occasional shows like the saw retrospective which is always nice um but yeah like we we wanted to do something that maybe looks back at some older stuff so uh yeah we, we've kind of got an idea for a feature we'll we'll let you guys know about it next week but just as a sort of little tease that we have got some new stuff coming um definitely and yeah like i say august is going to be awesome like i, I cannot wait it, it's weird that a Lots summary month awesome. is such a good month for horror <laughs> mm, <laughs> um definitely but yeah i can't wait but yeah that was episode 103 uh, where we discussed uh, the british horror movie habit uh thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon
1: see you later everyone die soon up anyway shut up i can't mainly
0: because i never could how could i start that